Mike Staley Podcast. Why do I do it? Why do I listen to the conservative talk show people? They just irritate. Oh. So I finally talked to someone who actually is a talk show host who leans conservative generally. And he explained it to me. He broke it down for me. Off the air, in an office, we sat down and he chatted with me and he told me, okay, Mike, this is how it is. Mike's Daily Podcast. By the way, my singing of the song was horrible on Monday. I apologize. My timing was off. That sometimes happens. Mike's Daily Podcast. As you probably know, this is episode 1716. 1,716, 1716. Hey, next time it's 1717. Do I remember the age 17? No. I think, oh, that's when I got into radio. Wow. Mike's Daily Podcast. Right out of high school. I was, ooh, I want to internet a radio station because I'm an idiot. Mike's. But I got free Pepsi. Daily. Any Pepsi soda drink. Podcast. They had it in a cooler. Mike, help yourself. Yeah. Lots of sugar water in my early days of radio. That's how they paid me. I think that's how they still pay me. Ha ha ha. Hey, so he explained to me, look, Mike, the, the reason why they are going nuts and they're pretzel logicking, logic, pretzel logicking themselves crazy is because this is it. If Brett Kavanaugh doesn't get approved, look who just walked in, then the chances are Democrat wave a blue wave is going to happen in november that's the theory that's what republicans believe they may say you may hear the conservative talk show hosts go yeah they're gonna be it's gonna be red states galore they're gonna red reds everywhere it's a red wave crimson tide yeah maybe i shouldn't get into this particular area look who else walked in at any rate they say that the republicans are all yeah it's gonna be total we're going to do great in November. But behind the scenes, they're scared blankless. Look who walked in. Hello, Michael Mash. It's my What are we talking about? A conversation I had. Oh, I'll be having a conversation that you had? Yes, this will be in the... Later on in the future tense, this will be a past tense. Fascinating, Michael Masu. Yes. And here's today's podcast picture. The podcast picture today is of me dancing with horses. That's right. I was dancing with Nelly and all the rest in a wonderful moment. This was last week. My lovely lady friend and I, we found some horses. And we, and Basil was there too. And we walked with the horses. And this one horse, we called him Star. Or in Spanish, Estrella. Because he had a little white star on his forehead. And he was so kind. The nicest horse ever. Just sort of like, don't go. You're awesome. You guys are awesome. Can I hang out with you? And that's what we need. People that want to hang out with us. It always comes down to that in my show. Where I go, and that's what, that's what we need. Is more gum. I'm not a fan of gum. My lovely lady friend likes gum. I'm not a fan. I think most people like gum. I think I'm a, I'm a odd one for not liking gum. But look who else is here. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the party attendant. And this is my good friend that follows me wherever I go, and I hate it. Hello there, 
here, Mike. This is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? You know, so all this rage that Kav- We have some- Look, can I- I still have not played any clips of Kavanaugh in his- The way he was talking at the hearing. Let's play that now. I'm in a glass case of emotion! But what I was saying is that we- as a nation are about to have elections and I hope you vote. I always say I hope you vote. Now I have a friend in high school who got me so PO'd when he wow, 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 wow. proceeded to tell me in a fatalistic manner that he doesn't vote because it doesn't matter and uh, no matter I'm not gonna take this anymore. It's time to stop, okay? No more. He just won't vote. So I got so mad and I'm like, how can you do that? And he goes, well, America is based on a democracy. Blah, blah, blah. And he goes all in this historical, historical, hysterical angle. And I don't know what the hell he's saying. Which may be how you feel by listening to my podcast. Because I talk politics. Nobody ever told me that politics was going to be so much fun. And I know 90% of the time I don't know what I'm talking about. But I do have a sense of how culture moves. And I know that this supposed uh, red wave that the conservatives are saying on the outside, behind the scenes they are fearing a blue wave. And by confirming Brett Wave, they have all but confirmed... uh, uh, I'm sorry. Confirming Brett Kavanaugh, they've confirmed a blue wave. uh, So Brett Kavanaugh winning... Or being confirmed at the end of this week Today possibly The FBI report comes in today I don't know what they're saying yet But if it comes in And they just go Yeah okay not enough evidence Whatever Brett Kavanaugh you're in You're a Supreme Court I feel Now I don't know Because I'm not a woman But I feel Half of the country Being woman Hear them roar They are going to roar And they are going to say Enough this is, they're going to go all Katy Perry, roar, roar, I got the eye of the tiger, survivor, dancing through the forest. And they're going to come out and they're going to vote. Or they might be lazy as hell and not. I don't know. I feel that this Brett Kavanaugh thing cuts to the core, to the very essence of what women believe and feel and the fact that they, this is basically saying to them we don't care about you we're not listening to you Trump apparently last night I have not listened to this yet I listened in fact to a fascinating uh, New York Times podcast called The Daily about the what was it uh, um, how Trump got his billions and it's basically his father, Fred Trump, is the guy who all the accolades should go to because he built an empire. He built houses at a young age. He learned how to build houses. His father died at a young He was like 11 when his father died. And he learned construction. He learned building houses. And he, he realized that, oh, his big claim to fame, Fred Trump, Donald's dad, was that he was able to have his work staff, his construction workers, work round the clock because he would install floodlights. So he had them work overnight. So he basically worked the crap out of these guys. I don't know how I feel about that. Sounds like a horrible boss. But he was uh, the guy he bought, made sure to like, I think he would buy wholesale. In fact, he started a company 
called All County Supplies, I think it was, where basically he would get all that materials, the raw materials that he needed for the house. He'd buy that all himself and have it at, at the ready. He would stockpile it. So he would get the supplies and get ready. And when World War II ended and the GIs were coming home and the federal government was paying, uh, adding extra money, they were uh, supplementing all the construction companies to build more houses for the returning GIs. They, uh, Fred was at the front of it and he got a bunch of money and he built an empire. He built a bunch of houses, then it turned into hotels. When Donald Trump was born and Donald Trump was walking around. I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. I'm really rich. But he, what he did was Fred made his kids landlords. So basically Fred was ensuring the future of his siblings, uh, of his uh, children, by giving them money. By, by making them landlords On paper Donald Trump was a landlord By the age of three Because of his dad His dad That was his way of His dad was like I'm investing in my future In my family And that's how it was America was all about You know On the farms It was Hey kids I'm having kids So that they can Help me Milk the cows Early in the morning Probably earlier than When I'm talking to you now at 5.50 And then later on So Donald immediately was Mr. I'm going to be social I'm going to go out and date these slinky models That's how they It was termed in a New York Times article I uh, the, the media loved him Because he looked like Robert Redford Because he had the red hair And he was slender and young In the 70s And the 70s scene He was there in New York he was all part of it in the studio 50s. New York City! And doing around, and, and then he got into the hotels and the casino business. But basically, it was all started by Fred. And yes, as Donald says, I got a million dollars from my dad and I turned it into a billion, billion, billion dollars. And the, the fact is, well, it all started with your very smart dad who, who put money into your future. Anyway, it all comes down to when Fred died, uh, and he made it into his 80s. In fact, at one point, Donald wanted to have some lawyers come over to his house and sign a new will that would have given Donald everything, and Fred was like, no way, no. And then uh, the kids got involved, and basically that all-county supplies, I think is what it's called, that became a way for them to get around a lot of taxes when the father died. Because otherwise it would have been a 55% estate tax. And the billions and billions that Fred had accumulated over the years with all his construction and property owning and whatnot would have just disappeared more than half. So what they did was, if you're following me, I don't know if I'm even following me, is they put together uh, this... Oh, they did this thing where they he, they were selling the property or they bought the property from Fred and had appraisers come through and lowball all the properties so that then they wouldn't have to pay as much for all the property. Anyway, there was something involved with some fraud with appraisers. And the New York Times said, look at that, look at that, look at all the lying in Donald Trump's past. But 
all that lying is still not as much as I mean, yeah, no one should lie, right? It's a one of the Ten Commandments. But yet, businesses do it all the time. And I know that's not an excuse, but at the same time, uh, since we are a capitalist country, and a lot of us have run a business at this point. A lot of millennials have gotten into running a business, uh, freelancing, starting businesses on their own. A little lying happens from time to time to avoid taxes. So I don't know if this is going to be that big of a deal, what the New York Times spent over a year accumulating all this, and this is what they came down to. And you can hear it in their latest podcast. And a big thank you to them for putting that podcast up because I love it. But Trump is an idiot for saying um, Christine Blasey Ford making fun of her. And I, I haven't read this article yet, but apparently he mocked Christine Blasey Ford at a rally on Tuesday. This according to Mediaite. I don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, Trump made fun of Ford's inability to provide certain details about the night. She said, Kavanaugh tried to raid her, rape her. I had one beer, he said, impersonating for, oh God, no, he didn't do. Kavanaugh will follow the constitution as written. Okay. And what he's going through 36 years ago, this happened. I had one beer, right? I had one beer. Well, do you think it was? Nope, it was one beer. Oh, good. How did you get home? I don't remember. How'd you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's how he treats women. What neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Upstairs, downstairs, where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. That's what our president said last night. In Mississippi. And a man's life is in tatters. A man's life is shattered. Oh, a woman's life is in shattered, you idiot. Women have got to come out and vote. They have got to send a message to this idiot. Oh, my God. If you were raped back 36 years ago, would you remember all the details, Mr. President Idiot? Carrot. God. You are an it, You get a little microphone and a podium and you can say all that. You're just a jackass. Okay. There we go. So that's the big news today as our president did that. And if there is not a blue wave... In response to this jackassery, then I don't know what's going on in this country. There are people that are just too zoned out on their stupid smartphones. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. They got to get the hell out. Hey, it was Google Day. They got to end vote. I forgot to end that sentence. I sometimes do that. It was Google Day last week. Google, Google had its anniversary, like, what, 20 years? That was on the 27th? Google Day. And I don't know. I haven't said anything about this yet. I don't know how I like... I, this Google Chrome, I guess I've gotten used to it. And the new Google, the new Gmail, the way it looks. But, yeah. I guess I just acquiesced. But we shouldn't acquiesce! 
to what the stupid president said. We gotta respond to that crap. Oh, you may like that crap in Mississippi. And I lived in Alabama, and I know they like that crap in Alabama. But no! No, 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 no. This will not stand. Brett Kavanaugh may be approved, but this will never end. This will follow him to his grave. America needs to say, No, God! And that's it. Uh, next show, we're going to have the wonderful uh, Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere, the engineer. Women matter. Memories matter. Facebook memories doesn't matter as much. What is it telling me today? That, oh, I did a show a year ago called Southern. Talking about Kushner's third-party emails. Boy, that story went nowhere. <laughs> Kushner's third-party emails. I think that was the whole double standard, which, you know, if you love double standards, uh, get involved with reading and watching politics because that's happening constantly. Uh, Neil Gorsuch with the new Supreme Court. Oh, that's right. Neil Gorsuch started his first Supreme Court session a year ago. That all happened a year ago. How times have changed. Not by much, except that we that Supreme Court thing went by so easily, Gorsuch, and my conversation with the conservative talk show host said, yeah, it went well. Gorsuch went well because people, he, it, he had no scandals. He had no skeletons in his closet. And Kavanaugh does. He had one beer. God. No, he did not have one beer. It's obvious to everyone that knew him. He had a gazillion beers. Jeez. All right. Next show, it'll be wonderful. And maybe we'll stop talking about Brett Kavanaugh. Probably not. But anyway, thank you so much. Oh, by the way, that McCarthy show I did, was that yesterday or the day before? Joseph McCarthy. I have outlived Joseph McCarthy. I'm going to be 50 next month. 50! And I, I can stretch, and I can jump, and... I love it, I love it, I love it! I watched so much SNL last... yesterday. Yesterday afternoon with my lovely lady friend. And we watched some really funny recent ones. Recent ones that are just hilarious. The Adele thing from like a year ago when Hello came out, or was that two years ago? And everybody at Thanksgiving is yelling at each other, and then they start playing Hello, and everyone sings along with it. Uh, he died at 48, Joseph McCarthy. Isn't that crazy? Huh, makes you think. All right, so uh, to all of us who have outlived Joseph McCarthy, uh, rock on and have a great day. Talk to you soon. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.